You're listening to episode 53, Design a Meaningful Midlife Micromission. Welcome to Midlife Confidence, where it's all about women living a fulfilling life as they move beyond 40, 50, and 60. I'm Vana Davis, a certified life coach with 20 years of my own midlife journey behind me. And just like you, my best years still ahead. I'll take you inside real life coaching with a guest client so you can see for yourself how a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. Imagine you are at a dinner party and someone asks you in front of the whole group, so tell me, what's your mission in life? And everyone stops talking and turns to hear what you have to say. If you're like most people, you'd be flooded with social panic and your mind would go blank. That's a lot of pressure, right? Well, how many of us can explain at a moment's notice what we're working on to accomplish in our life, what our goals are, and who we want to help? Apparently, lots of people find the quest to figure all that out pretty stressful. Research says that there's such a thing as purpose anxiety, meaning that while having a strong, clear purpose for life is linked with better health and well-being, and most people really do want to have a fulfilling purpose that they're involved in, the search for that meaning and purpose can be stressful. I've spent a lot of time thinking and reading about this as I've been working on a course called the Midlife Purpose Project, and that's how I ran into this concept of purpose anxiety. Today, I want to share with you one of the ideas I offer in the course to get past this apprehension, so stay tuned because it's going to give you a new way to think about designing your most meaningful life, and I'm predicting that it can help a lot of people in midlife get past purpose anxiety and on with making meaningful things happen. I have a question for you as you think about creating and living a purposeful life. How do you feel about where you are now? If you felt some distress about it, like you don't know what you want to do and you think you should have this figured out by now, this stage in your life, you're not alone. It can be unsettling when we don't have a deep sense of purpose yet, but we want it and we're very aware that it's missing and we feel like we need to fix it. Worrying that we need to discover the right thing and what if we get it wrong and we never find out and we miss out on our destiny. And you might have this discomfort about not having a vision yet for what you want or who you could be. Even the very phrases that we use all the time, like find your purpose or discover your purpose, implies that there's this one true purpose that exists for you and you better figure it out or you'll miss it. And in midlife, we have the sense that time is marching on and our chance to make the difference we dream of is slipping away. Of course, we'd feel anxious about that. And many clients that I've worked with as a life coach have expressed that state of feeling lost or unsure about how to make that fulfilling life experience happen for them. It's something I love to work through with them. Well, let's take the pressure off and make this way more fun and easy because feeling anxious will limit your best thinking and you want to be open to all the possibilities that could happen for you. So how can we make this feel simpler and easy and not so heavy? It's time to test out ways you want to express your true self in action in a cause or a goal or a purposeful activity of some kind. I hope you see that there are so many options and opportunities that would be a good fit for you. You may find one thing right away that captures your energy and attention for the rest of your life. 
But really, it's even more likely that you'll start out with one thing and then begin a journey of many different experiences, learning and contributing to each one along the way. And the journey will help you understand yourself and your unique value better than ever. I want to introduce you to an idea that comes out of the course I'm working on now, and it's the concept of engaging in a micro mission. When we get wound up in the idea that we have to figure out our life mission and understand the whole thing at once from beginning to end with perfectly aligned vision and clear steps and an end goal, it feels so critical and urgent. It also can feel like a lot to commit to now, a big obligation that you might not be ready for. I love this alternative idea of experiencing a series of micro missions, which are small but meaningful goals or experiences that you can try out for a while. A micro mission is a way to get involved and find out more about something without being overwhelmed or overcommitted. It has a clearly and narrowly defined goal and a specified time limit. For example, I used to direct a nonprofit that had an annual conference with several thousand attendees. A perfect micro mission for someone would have been working as a temporary assistant over our vendors. We would invite 30 to 40 organizations to have a booth in our exhibit space, and of course they would let attendees know about their resources. So a great micro mission would have been as an assistant inviting vendors to have a booth, making sure they had all the info they needed ahead of time, welcoming them that day and making sure they have everything they need to get set up, troubleshooting any problems that came up at the conference, and then thanking them at the end of the day for participating in the conference. This micro mission would be perfect for someone to find out if they're interested in working with that cause or with that nonprofit more, if they find that working at an event is exciting or overwhelming, if they enjoy building relationships with vendors and being the go-to person to solve problems on the fly. Once the event is over, the micro mission is accomplished, and you could then decide if you want to get more involved with that kind of thing or go try something else. Can you see that committing to a micro mission instead of an open-ended assignment with an unlimited time span makes it feel more doable and manageable, and it helps you take one step at a time into creating deeper, purposeful involvement over time, and you can trust that these small experiences will add up to an exponentially powerful impact on you and your circle of influence over time. I'm super excited for you to start this pathway. I know you're going to brighten up the world in your own way as you get going. I want to be clear that a micro mission doesn't have to be volunteer to be valuable. Often talking with people, I get the impression that there's this glorified idea that volunteering in nonprofit work or volunteering for a clearly identified social need like providing food or medical care or water in underserved nations, or working on social problems like human trafficking or domestic violence, that these are the honorable and acceptable ways to serve, partly because then your contribution isn't tainted, and I'm putting tainted in air quotes, by any financial gain for you. These causes are critical, of course, and I've spent 10 years deeply involved in several nonprofits, and I definitely have a heart for social cause work. 
And volunteering does have the added benefit of being easier to commit to for a short time and simpler to resign from. So those are good considerations for a micro mission. But also keep in mind that many for-profit businesses, services, and products can be life-changing. They can be socially responsible and desperately needed. And they wouldn't be possible or available for people if they didn't generate the money needed to sustain them. And also, even nonprofits require money and paid staff to keep running, especially long-term. The money may come from funders rather than users, but without money, there's no mission. So just calm any hesitation you have about choosing something that generates money. In the right hands, money is power to accomplish good. So your micro mission can be both profit generating and be life changing too. I just wanted to share that with you so you consider all the options available to you and not just the things that you might notice other people getting praised for. And remember, this is a time-limited commitment. It's fine to make short-term commitments and set expectations with anyone you're working with. You could say, I'd love to help for a certain length of time, like three months or six weeks, or I'd like to help with a particular project till it's done. And keep in mind that a micro-mission is your next step. It's not your final destination. You can try it for as long as you want to and learn from it and then take what you learned with you to your next micro-mission. You've come to the most creative part now, deciding what you want to do for your first micro-mission. And deciding exactly what you want to do is what takes this out of the realm of dreams into the real world of action and influence. And you get to decide the most compelling and satisfying micro-missions you can think of. How do we do this? Well, in the course I'm creating, this step comes after some really fun self-discovery work to make it easier to come up with some great ideas that tie in with your unique self. It guides people to create a passion statement. But even without that yet, it's worth starting to think about what this could look like for you. Here's an example. I know many women who are living with an autoimmune disease. In fact, I lost one sister to lupus, and many other women in my family have other conditions such as MS, Hashimoto's, trigeminal neuralgia, Crohn's disease, and I know so many women are experiencing this. So let's imagine that your passion is helping mothers who are raising kids and teens find hope when they're living with an autoimmune disease and you've decided that you want to help these mothers, the message that you want to share with them is that you can be a good mom and raise healthy, happy kids even when you have an autoimmune disease. This is a powerful purpose and very much needed, but it's much too broad to be an action. You want these to be small, specific, doable, time-limited ideas. So see how small you can get them. For example, next you might think, um, I want to connect mothers who are facing an autoimmune disease with each other so they can share ideas. Or you might think, I want to share resources for support and information with newly diagnosed mothers. These are getting more actionable, but they're still pretty broad. But when you keep going, you might come up with some really engaging and valuable micro-mission ideas. So I have eight examples for you, such as, You could decide that for three months you're going to create care baskets with resources and some small gifts and handwritten notes of encouragement 
that doctors can give to mothers who are newly diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. You could create a women's retreat weekend for mothers with this condition with lots of self-care, connection with other women, and inspirational speakers. You could offer a six-week virtual adaptive yoga class for these women, or offer three months of personal financial insurance coaching to help mothers in this situation find ways to afford their medication. And remember that any of these ideas that I'm offering could either be volunteer or a paid service. Remember that offering a valuable service that helps people doesn't mean it has to be free. So going on, another idea, you could create one podcast season of 10 episodes and bring on guests who are mothers learning to navigate life and parenting with an autoimmune disease. You could design a special symbolic necklace for mothers and offer it for sale for a limited time before Mother's Day or Christmas for people to buy as gifts. How about writing an encouraging novel or movie script about a mother learning to navigate all the ups and downs of parenting with an autoimmune disease? Or finally, you could offer to take a neighbor's children for half a day every month to give her a break, or pay for babysitting and house cleaning services for a mother with an autoimmune disease. I hope you see how if you keep thinking, you can come up with some pretty powerful and compelling ideas. I know with your life experience and your unique personality, all the skills you've mastered so far, and the values that drive you, the things that you care about, the challenges you've overcome, all of these will come together as you design your destiny one micro mission at a time. So if this is capturing your imagination, I invite you to brainstorm some ideas for your micro mission. I'm going to push you a bit to come up with at least 25 ways because getting beyond the obvious things that come up first might lead you to some creative and unique and really rewarding ways to provide for some unmet needs in the world. Now, we couldn't possibly make a list of all the potential activities, but in the course workbook I'm creating, I do have a list to spark some good ideas. Once you have a brainstorm of at least 25 small, specific micro-mission ideas, then go through and star the five best ideas you want to start with, and then narrow it down to one that's going to be first. Remember, you'll always have this list to come back to, so save it in a safe place because you'll have time and opportunities to do more than one micro-mission. Now, you might say, what if I already know the cause I want to be involved in and basically what I want to do? Say you're a teacher and you love that work. The micro-mission idea still can be a powerful one for you. Decide specifically something new that you want to accomplish in the next time frame and then plan it out and think about it like a micro-mission. Operating by achieving one micro-mission after another can keep your interest and influence fresh and growing in the work that you're already doing. Sometimes we get kind of stuck or bored, even in situations that we want to keep going in our lives. I have to say, usually you would expect that I would be giving advice on something because I've done it, but this time I'm mostly coming from a place of knowing how it feels to do the opposite, to jump all in and commit to things that are big long-term obligations And these things have been highly consuming, shall we say, of my time and energy. So I kind of understand how heavy they can feel. There have definitely been times when I wondered what I got myself into. 
basically, I was expecting each time that I would figure it out along the way and make it work. And that's been my MO for accepting new jobs or getting my master's degree or starting a new nonprofit. And it actually served me pretty well in many ways. So I do think that's one legit way to approach it. You can just decide you want to go all in on a social cause or business or an educational pursuit like getting a PhD and just figure it out as you go and make it work. If you're that kind of person and you're in that place in your life right now, you probably know it and feel it. But I've realized that that doesn't suit everyone's personality or life circumstances. So I think this idea of a micro mission emerged from my experience coaching because I've come to understand that for many women, it just seems too intimidating to basically make a promise to take on so much responsibility and commitment at once, especially when they don't know how it will work out for them. And so they don't get involved with anything new because they think there's just this one way or the right way to find your purpose. So now we circle back to the idea of purpose anxiety, right? Like you're supposed to find this one big passion of your life and know how to get involved and then sacrifice for it. I really believe that trying out micro missions can soothe that anxiety and ease you into some really transformational life experiences. And the more I've expanded on this idea, the more I'm inspired by a vision of seeing people in midlife contributing remarkable and miraculous gifts to others and just bringing so much sweetness, light, and love to the world one tiny micro mission at a time. I can't wait to see what you come up with. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. Now, one more thing, I've mentioned the course on living a purposeful life. It's called the Midlife Purpose Project. And I'm at the point where I want to get some feedback from some real life women before I go record all the videos for it. So I'm looking for about 10 women who are over 40 to be in my test group. So if you're listening to this episode soon after it comes out and you would be interested in being part of that group, get in touch with me. You'll get to go through the course for free with me walking you through it step by step. We'll all meet together as a group on Zoom a few times. I'm thinking we'll get on Zoom for an hour session each day for four days. You'll get to learn from the other women as well, and you'll have a little homework to do on your own each day. And then, of course, be willing to let me know what would make it better. I plan to do this sometime in the first couple of weeks of September. I think it's going to be really fun and I'm excited to see how this course can help women who are at that stage of transition and looking for what they want next and help them get moving forward. So email me at vana at midlifeconfidencecoach.com and tell me you're interested. That's in the show notes. 